If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I want to make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pull back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3x increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Menches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show with Renee Fry. She's with Talent Q. She's so cool. She's done amazing things in the last year in her business, and I just know she's going to inspire you today. So hello, Renee, and welcome to Double Your Sales Now. Hello, Ursula. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to share you and your amazing successes over the last year with all the listeners all over the world. We can say that now. And I know you're going to inspire a lot of people. And I think one of the things that I'm hearing from our listeners, and again, welcome back listeners and anyone who's new, welcome to the family, is that they love hearing about the successes, but they also love hearing the tough stuff too. So I know we're going to dig into that a little bit. So let me tell you about Renee and Talent Cube. Located in Hudson, Wisconsin, Renee is the president of Talent Q, Inc., an executive recruiting firm that places talented candidates nationwide. With a love for people, natural knack for conversation, and energy that can blow the roof off of any room, I can attest to that for sure, it makes sense that Renee landed where she has. Renee's passion is recruiting. It's what gets her out of bed every morning. She loves helping others find their passions, too. So we're so excited to have her here. She's going to tell you more about Talent Q at the very end and how you can get in touch with her. But before we do anything else, let's just... Let's dive in and start with the question. So, Renee, when you first launched Talent Q, so go back, what limiting beliefs did you have about sales or selling, if any? Yeah, great question, Ursula. So my number one limiting belief was that I did not deserve the money that I was earning. And that, after further discovery and analyzing that, that was deep buried into my subconscious mind about how I was raised and how my parents had raised me. And with that, I had a lot of doubt and fear when I started the company. You know, it's interesting. That topic has come up so often, the idea of deserving to make a lot of money. And I want to pause there with you for a second, Renee, because because you said something you said that it was a deep subconscious limiting belief. And I think one of the things that's really frustrating for people is, yeah, they, they know they've got some blocks, but they can't figure out what they are. How did you discover what your limiting belief is? Like, how did, how did you figure out that it was about, you know, about money and how you're raised and some of those things? 
well, when I attended your sales coach now seminars, that's when I kind of uncovered it. It stared me right in the face through the process that you had us go through. And then I evaluated it further think, and sat down and did a lot of quiet reflection on why do I think this? Where does this come from? What feelings do I have behind this thought? Because our thoughts do create feelings. And then that's where we get kind of stuck. And you have to really dig deep and uncover that. And I have done a lot of reading and um, worked with a lot of people about the subconscious mind. And I had to just face myself in the mirror and really analyze where that came from. And it came from how I was raised. So my parents had, my dad was very successful entrepreneur, had a lot of money growing up, and then he lost everything because he became an alcoholic. And I remember the IRS even taking his house because he didn't pay back taxes. However, there's a lot of things with that upbringing that would trigger that limiting belief in my mind. Whereas now when you realize that your subconscious mind is fixed, however, you can transition your thoughts so that I can train my subconscious mind that I do deserve the money that I earn. And I do give more value to the people that we help, whether it's clients or candidates, we always give more value than we take in monetary exchange. And when you finally believe it and change your thoughts, that's where you can break through from those limiting beliefs. So that's a lot of the work I did on my own self and subconscious mind, but it was through the help of with other people. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we definitely can't do this alone because those limiting beliefs can be pesky little guys. And sometimes just by, you know, by taking some courses or by doing the reading, we start to discover what they are. Now, I will tell you, though, that there's a big difference between awareness and shifting. And you were willing to become aware of it and do something about it so that you didn't have to repeat what had happened in your family. And so your kids don't have to repeat it. I know you have children. And so I think that's it's just it's really powerful. Thank you for sharing that because we've all been through things. And we all know our parents did the best that they could when they could. And sometimes coming through situations like that makes us, gives us the strength that we need to persevere when we need to. But we also have to do the work to make sure that we're not carrying those limiting beliefs forward. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I know a lot of people can relate to that. And so I'm going to stay with this question just for one more second, Renee, because I think it's really important. You said you retrained your brain. And would you mind sharing, like, was there a new belief that you came up with, a new mantra? Like, what do you say to yourself about money and deserving money now? I mean, I know you, you kind of tied it to, you know, you give a lot of value to your clients and therefore, you know, it's the money can easily come to you. I mean, is that part of it? Or what do you say to yourself? Yes, I say to myself that I deserve all of the money that comes to me through the value we provide to our clients and candidates. And I actually have a calendar reminder every single day that that that's the first thing I see in the morning and I read it out loud. And that you, because with training your mind, you have to say it out loud until you believe it. I've been doing this since I attended your sales camp training and I can't even remember when that was. I'm sure it was well over a year ago. But in order for you to retrain your brain and your thoughts, you have to believe what you're saying. And in order for you to do that, it takes days, weeks, months, years, and just don't give up on it because you will finally break through and believe it. And even though I've already broken through that limiting belief, I still say that every single morning when I wake up. 
phenomenal. Thank you for sharing that because I knew there was more to it. And I, you know, on the show, we've had so many great tips and tricks. So for people who are listening, Renee is so right. Like it, in order for, to make it a habit, you have to practice it like anything else, right? I mean, you don't learn to ride a bike just by getting on it. It takes some time to perfect riding that bike and to make it easy and not wobbly. And so with beliefs, the more you train your mind, the better. And so Renee's example of reading it every single morning is how you get it into your subconscious mind so that you start to operate from that new belief. And Renee, I just want to share, like when you say that belief, I believe you, like you know that you have that knowing. And so that knowing allows more and more revenue to show up. So let's go there. When did you double your sales for the first time? You know, think back, uh, and you don't have to share the amount or anything like that. When, was there a moment when you said, oh, my gosh, we doubled our sales this month or we tripled our sales? What did you do to celebrate? What was that moment yeah. like for you? Yeah, I remember it so vividly because when I started Talent Q, I had a business partner, and she unfortunately quit eight months in. And so here I was left standing all on my own, and I decided instead of looking at it negatively – which a side note, when you lose a partner, you will go through all the stages of grief, which I had no idea that was going to occur. And I did go through all of that. However, I knew it happened for a reason and I would prevail because of it. So I, when we sell when I celebrated one year of being in business, that has went, that was when I knew I had doubled my sales. And I actually it's very vivid to me because I threw a gratitude party. So I threw a gratitude party for my smallest, closest advisors who helped me through this situation and believed in me and had faith in me. So, you know, my tax accountant was there. My attorney was there. My husband was there and I invited all of their spouses. So it was a small, intimate gathering. I had a chef come into our house and we had heavy appetizers. So the chef was there making appetizers and we had specialty cocktails and it was just a wonderful afternoon of just giving people thanks for the support they had provided me through that and to celebrate because that's a really big deal when you double your sales. I mean, you if you don't take the time to celebrate in my eyes, because I love to celebrate and I love rewards for achieving goals, you have to celebrate so that you can pause and be in that moment. Otherwise, it's going to pass you by and then you're on to the next goal. So I had all of these people in my favorite place, which is my house, and we were celebrating and it was awesome. And then after all of my trusted advisors left, I had my closest friends come over and we continued the celebration. So it was just a wonderful day and I went all out. I mean, I got my makeup done. I wore a special dress and it was a moment I will never forget. Beautiful. And I think it's so important that, you know, we do celebrate those moments and it's so vivid as you talk about it. I mean, I can, we, I can feel what it must have been like to be in that space and to make it special because it gives us motivation to keep going. So after you doubled your sales for the first time, what did you believe about sales and selling then? Yeah. So I believed that I am the top salesperson at Talent Q and everyone uses search firms. Everyone is waiting for my phone call. They want to hear from me because of the incredible services we provide at Talent Q which one of the services we provide is we uncover the invisible candidates in the marketplace and we surface those to great employers who are looking to advance their companies. Beautiful. That's a, that's a brilliant way of saying it. I love how that gives such energy to your company and your brand. Phenomenal. So 
what, so you did it, you doubled your sales, and I know you've tripled and probably quadrupled since then, but <laughs> in your business growth, what are the top two strategies? So just what could you share with our listeners, like the top two strategies that you used to double, then maybe double again your sales? Yeah, I would say number one, first and foremost, is for, I call them metrics, some people might call them data. I have specific metrics that we track in a system that relates to the recruiting industry. So we have specific targets, like we have recruiting presentations, a number of recruiting presentations we have to do weekly. I have marketing presentations because I'm the primary business development person. We have send outs. Those are first time interviews that our candidates have at client sites and so on and so forth. So on. And I know if we don't hit our metrics and my team knows if they don't hit their metrics, they're not coming to me. We have a Monday meeting every Monday. We call it a level 10 meeting because we evaluate if the meeting was on a scale of one to 10, one being the worst use of your time and 10 being the best use of your time. And they have to come report their metrics. And then if they don't achieve them, they have to state the action that they're going to take for the following week. I don't want, there are no excuses when it comes to numbers. You have to be held accountable when you have specific metrics. So I don't want to hear the excuses. I want to know what you're going to do to course correct for the following week. So that's one particular strategy that has helped tremendously. And then I would say the second strategy is really taking on what I call engaged or deposit-based searches or exclusive searches with my clients and not playing the contingency game. So for those of you out there, I don't know if you know the difference between engaged or deposit-based search versus contingency, but contingency search is when there might be five different recruiting firms working on one particular opening at one company. And with that model, most recruiting firms only fill like 52% of the openings. So the other portion of that time you're just wasting your time working on that search. And from my perspective, after being in recruiting for 15 years, I feel like that company is diluting their brand by having five different recruiting firms work on it. So what I have shifted my business to is getting away from that, where I have clients who put money down to work with us and others who agree, the, those who put money down always work with us exclusively. And then I have other clients who will work with us exclusively, but don't want um, to put the money down. And those models, we have filled the roles 100% of the time. And that's really powerful because I want to become our client's trusted advisor where they come to us with the most difficult searches. I get it. A lot of companies have their own recruiting teams, but there are times where you need to really dig deep and reach out to candidates seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times and that's where our value comes in. That's where we have the bandwidth for that. And so those are the two things. I shifted my business away from contingency, and then I'm always focused on metrics. Got it. So let's dig a little bit deeper there. So number one, you talk about metrics, and you also talk about regularly meeting with your sales team and or your team in general. I know you, you do a lot of the business development still, but how – I guess I'm, I just want – I want people to really hear this because I think it's easy to fall off the marketing and sales path, but because you're measuring things, you're, you are super consistent. So how important is consistency to your business model? And I know it's kind of a redundant question, but I really want you to talk about it because I think people start to grow their teams. They're just themselves and they 
they're consistent for a while and then they stop. But how, I mean, I would guess that you guys are super consistent with your business development. Oh yeah. And I know, I know exactly how many first time interviews we need to make to hit a particular revenue target. So that's where in my business, it can be a roller coaster. You can have ebbs and flows of, you know, you'll have numerous placements one month and the next month you'll have less or whatnot. You know, July is historically the month here in the Twin Cities area where everyone's on vacation and we can't get interviews scheduled to save our life because it's a very high volume of individuals taking vacation. So, but I know from the numbers because numbers don't lie. So I know if we have five first time interviews a week, we will hit 1 million in revenue by December, 2017. Or what the numbers also show me in my business is if we are trending, like we had say 10 first time interviews and we didn't make a placement, I know we are due for two rather shortly because of our metrics. So where you can get frustrated running a business by not having that predictable income, if you have predictable metrics, it will guarantee the money is coming because of the history and the length of time when you've tracked your metrics because numbers do not lie. I love it. And here's what's interesting about that too, Renee, is that it plugs you into the quantum field because what I hear from you right now, number one, quantum, like science is numbers. Everything is in the world is numbers. It's really mathematics. And so there's something super powerful. Now, we don't talk about this a lot, but from a sales perspective, I know that when people start to plug into their numbers, they become unstoppable. And the other thing that happens is your confidence grows. And we all know that when you're confident and you believe something's going to happen, you start to expect it and you start to know it's going to happen. It happens. And so for those of you who are listening, you can hear, Renee, we can hear in your voice just this this positive expectation that when we follow this process, it will happen. So for those of you who are listening, if you haven't been tracking your metrics or just even tracking your numbers, you know, and it's something that we talk about at Sales Camp and something as simple as a work in progress report, please start doing that because it will help you gain confidence. You'll gain momentum. And then when you track, you can start to predict what you have to do to get the results that you want. So brilliant. Exactly. The other thing is you, you talked about, so, uh, you know, your business model in terms of charging upfront and working with clients. Now, I, I know that, you know, I know I've been in the recruiting world a little bit with the, the technology company that I ran in the past. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of confidence involved in being willing to say, I'm going to only work with clients in this way and they're going to pay us up front. I mean, that takes a lot of confidence. I have to hand it to you. It's, it's powerful. And yet at the same time, because of that, your clients get fantastic results and you want to be their trusted advisor. I love that. Now, here's the question, because Renee, in doing that, you might get a company that says, no, we're not going to work with you that way. And so then it's a, then it's a quest of finding your top 20%. What I'm interested in is how did you have the confidence or where, how did you get to a belief where you could say, yeah, no matter what, these are my top 20%. This is who I want to work with, even if it means saying no to other prospects. How'd you get there? Yeah, I would say just having the confidence in my process of my recruiting abilities, my team's recruiting abilities, and really staying focused on why Talent Q sets itself apart from all the other recruiting firms. I am not a resume pusher. I am not here for one deal. Talent Q is focused on people first and revenue second. I firmly believe if we do the right thing for people, the revenue will come. Beautiful. And so I think, you know, for everyone who's listening, just get clear on your top 20%, make a decision, 
take care of your customers. I mean, these are the things that Renee is sharing with us today, and the rest of it does work out. I mean, you still have to be out there. I mean, Renee, you're a driver. We know, I know, I know you. I mean, right. you're out there making it happen. You're doing whatever it takes. And so before, you know, in a moment, we're going to have you talk about your world. But before we do that, like what's, you know, for someone who's listening who might be struggling a little bit, wants to have a seven-figure business, maybe they have a multi-six-figure business, and they're kind of getting stuck, what's your advice to them to get to that next level? Best advice. I would say fear is fictitious. So you guys might think I'm crazy. However, I firmly believe that. So when we're born, you're only born as a human being with two fears, the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Any other fear you have aside from falling and loud noises are ones you've learned along your journey in life. And I'm sure many people listening have a fear of failure. And what I've uncovered is failure is simply our perception of a particular event. And an event are situations that we experience. So for example, if I make a sales presentation and I'm not chosen to do business with that company, if I'm competing against another firm, that is simply an event or one experience. I have the power in my mind to determine if it was a failure or in another way to think about it is just simply being a situation that's helping me advance further in this life. So, you know, if you see the loss of the business deal as an event, you can learn from it and move on. If you get sucked into the thought that losing the business deal was a failure, it's going to trigger you into feeling fear. And then another business presentation might arise and your thoughts couldn't spiral totally out of control. You might have thoughts of, I'm not good enough. I'll never win a business deal from so on and so forth. And seeing the situation as merely an event or a situation helps me advance further and it keeps me moving forward. And I don't allow thoughts of fear to sabotage me because I honestly believe fear is false and fear is a belief thought up in our mind from a previous experience. And once I realize that, that gives me tremendous confidence that I can do anything. And going back to what we were talking about earlier with regard to only taking engaged or deposit based searches or uh, exclusive searches, you would be surprised when you tell people like, how can I do that? Or if you tell them, no, you'd be surprised at how many people call you back and they want to work with you because you've said, this is how we operate. This is how we work. This is how we get best results. And we have, you know, data to prove it. So I just wanted to circle back and uh, close that loop too, is people will call you back. It's just amazing. when Once you set that belief that I'm only going to work this way, it's amazing that people will want to do the same. I I get it. I mean, it makes sense. And for those of you who are listening, I mean, the confidence that you have in your business and that knowing, of course, people are going to call back because they, they get back to their desk and they think about it for, you know, 10 seconds. And they're like, well, do I want to work with Renee where she's going to guarantee and really help me or someone else who's really not sure and doesn't have that level of confidence? So confidence and your belief sells because people sense that. Phenomenal. I love what you shared about fear as well. And, you know, the other thing is, I think the thing that comes across really clearly is you've done a lot of self-development work. You've oh, read yeah. a lot of books. <laughs> so for someone who's listening who has, you know, maybe thought about really growing their business, how, how important is working on ourselves first in order to grow our business? How important is that, do you think? Tremendous. It is imperative because if, so think of yourself, if you don't work on yourself and personal development, you have a cap on your progress and a cap on your potential. When you work on yourself and you get rid of that cap, 
you have unlimited potential and then it flows right into your business as well. So if you are limited, your business is limited because, and granted, Talent Q is a separate organism from Renee Fry. However, if I don't have, if I don't lift that lid to unlimited belief, my business will be limited too. And so it's imperative that you work on yourself in self-development. And I have, I have not gone, gone about about this alone. I've had coaches, Ursula being one of them, read tons of books, have a mastermind group I meet with weekly. I have another board of other business owners that I meet with monthly for lunch. I mean, I am of the belief tomorrow I want to be better than I was today. And thank God I I have a thirst for learning and growth. And it's one of our company values is growth. But that's what keeps me going and it's imperative that you work on yourself, number one. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is I don't think I've interviewed anyone on this show yet who hasn't spent thousands of dollars in personal development, and all of them have gotten probably, you know, a two to ten times return on their investment. And I, I believe, I mean, I've spent a hundred over $100,000 on personal development for myself, my business, and it, it comes back over and over again. And, you know, I know it's scary sometimes. I remember times, you know, especially when I first launched my business, that I, I wasn't sure I had the money to pay for that coach I wanted to work with. But, wow, did it ever come back to me. So great, great information. And, Renee, I want you to share a little bit of your expertise. So you're in this recruiting world. A lot of our listeners have companies. They're growing companies. Uh, one of the things I hear all the time is I can't find the right people or, mm-hmm. you know, for smaller companies, it's I can't afford the right people. It's stressful. What advice do you have for them in, in your area of expertise? Yeah, well, I, you know, at Talent Q, we become our company, our client's trusted advisor. And what a trusted advisor really means is moving beyond the transactional decision-making into an advisory role. And you might be thinking, how do you do that? Well, we probe and ask questions that haven't been asked in the past, and we look to strategy and future state of the client's organization to ensure they hire the right people and that they will thrive. And hiring is one thing that really keeps people up at night because I truly believe that it's the people of the company that makes the company. So if people listening have growing companies and they're hesitant about hiring or paying the people, I always say pay people for what they worth, what they're worth, and they will be loyal to you. Granted, you have to hire the right people. And I would say behavioral based interviewing questions are the best way to indicate future performance. So when you ask an interview question, have that person state what they, what the situation was, what they specifically did, and then the outcome. And you'll start to see trends with those questions because people can't hide from behavioral type questions because they have to tell you about the behaviors that they did to get the action and the result. So that's one thing. Um, And just know that if you're passionate about what you do, people don't stop looking for talent just because it's difficult and you might not have the budget to hire a recruiting firm like us. However, there are tons of other avenues that you could use. And one starts with your own network. I mean, you'd be surprised at how many people get fired up that want to work for a growing company. And what we say here at Talent Q is this is my second family. I mean, they the people I've brought on board are all passionate about what we're doing and the value that we provide and marching towards our goals. And if if I didn't have these people, there's no way we could help as many companies and candidates as we do. Love it. 
beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I mean, pay people what they're worth. And I love how you talked about behavioral-based questions to really figure out, you know, if they're the right person for the job, but also keep looking for talent. And it might be in your network. I have a one of our clients, one of our synchronized clients actually, hires moms. And a lot of them were just in her community in the beginning, and now she's expanding in that area because that's a perfect fit for her company, and she's growing like crazy. And so, you know, in the beginning, it's, it's work your network, and then as you grow and your company grows – you know, hire a company like Renee. So Renee, talk, let's go there. So, so let's say there's a, a, maybe a larger company that's, you know, out there looking to find better, not better, but looking for talent right now um, and would love to engage with you or, you know, a growing company that might want to engage with you in the future. How can they connect with you? Yeah, they can connect with me on uh, my email is renee.fry at talentq.net. That's R-E-N-E-E dot F as in Frank, R-E-Y at T-A-L-E-N-T-Q dot net. They can call me. My number is 612-844-0278. And our website is talentq.net. There's information on there as well. And any special offers for them? Or can you tell them about your book? We actually have a free offer for everyone listening, I'm sharing my five secrets to success. All you need to do is email info at talentq.net. That's I-N-F-O at T-A-L-E-N-T-Q dot net. And in the subject line, please put five secrets and we'll send you my five secrets to success. And then also look for my book coming out soon titled I Hate Mondays. And then I love it. I also perform career coaching sessions for a fee. So if you know anyone that's looking for coaching on their career, how to advance, how to lead a team, how to look for a new job, we I offer 30-minute or 60-minute sessions, which you can find at talentq.net forward slash career slash coach. Phenomenal. Thanks for sharing all that. We'll keep that in the show notes as well so they'll be able to click on that when they go to iTunes. So phenomenal, Renee. I'm going to give you a last word before we wrap up. Anything else you want to share with our listeners, that last moment of inspiration, something you feel like they might need to hear today? Yeah, I would just say if you're passionate about what you do, burn plan B. In the beginning, I had plan B. I thought, oh, I can always go work back in corporate recruiting. I burned that plan because all I want to do is work for myself and continue to grow a talent queue because we have a very unique value proposition. That's what I would leave you with. I love it. Burn plan B. Beautiful. Maybe that'll be part of your next book. So (laughs) after I hate Mondays, love those titles. So anyway, Renee, I want to thank you for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, exciting. And I want to thank all of our listeners. I know you're all over the world now, and I hope this message is reaching you in some way to inspire you to take that leap in your business, no matter where you are, and and to keep going. Some of you might be listening on your best day in business, and some of you might be listening on your worst day. And if it's your worst day in business, I hope this helped inspire you to keep going, because tomorrow, I promise you, will be a better day. If we can support you in any way, please go to salescoachnow.com. We have, you can get our free video series, Sales Secrets of the top 10%. That's on our homepage. We also have a free event coming up in Minneapolis on May 5th. It's the One Great Goal Retreat. It's a $500 value. It's our give back to the community. So I hope you can join us or send a friend. You can go to onegreatgoal.com. We'd love to meet with you there in person or send your friends. We've had people make phenomenal shifts and set incredible goals that day that have set them up to have their best year yet. 
Thank you all for being listeners and make this 2017 your most epic year yet. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales. Oh, 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 oh